This, this, this show is brought to you by Safety FM. Warning, the following broadcast contains adult language, adult content, frank safety discussions, and stories that might sound unbelievable. But believe me, every one of those stories is true. We didn't start the safety war, but we are going to fight to win it. For our families, for our communities, for our workplaces, and for our lives. Hi, this is Jim Polzel. Happy spring. We're enjoying the first day of spring here. First full day. And what what are we going to talk about today? We're going to talk about learning teams. Over the last couple of days here, actually past two weeks, I've been reading The Practice of Learning Teams by Brent Sutton, our friend here on the podcast, and several other authors. It's Brent Sutton, Glennis McCarthy, and Brent Robinson. And... You, when you read a book like this, you need a little bit of soak time. I've read this book one time before, but it's always worth a reread because you're always going to pick out things that are going to be new. Even if you read things three or four times, you'll always pick out something that's new. And what did we go into with learning teams? So we're working right now on our leadership program. We're going to be releasing more information on that, hopefully in the next week or so. And one of the things of being a leader is learning your craft, learning the work. And what this whole idea of learning teams is, is that you're going to make everything systemic. The value of this book, The Practice of Learning Teams, is that it makes everything very systemic. And we all know that if you have a system of doing things that's explainable, repeatable, and all that all that good stuff, it's going to be more likely you're going to have success. So having a systemic way of approaching something automatically almost equals some type of success, or at least you're in a better place than where you started. There are three different learning teams. You have what is called the everyday learning team, the event learning team, and the management of change learning team, three of them. What's the everyday learning team? You actually go out and you see what the work is. You talk to people, you coach people along. And so essentially the plan, do, act, check model of things, the way that we always do things with safety. Why is this important? You gotta try to learn what the work is, what the hazards are, what the gaps are between the procedures and what's actually going on in the field and why, and maybe improve your procedures, coach people along, getting to learn the job. All that stuff. That's And again, this is just a very short podcast here, but this is essentially it. You learn what's going on. Then you have what is called the event learning teams. And that's usually where I get called in on things, where I get call, a call from a client or a call from a new client or something like that. Hey, we had an event. We had an accident. We had a fatality. And we have to go through and try to talk to everybody and find out what happened, get everybody on a team. And what's our thing? Our thing is not to go out and start shame, blame, accuse, yell, scream, intimidate, and everything else. That's the traditional way of doing an investigation team. Well, what happened? Well, we already know what happened. Somebody got hurt. That's really not interesting, as uh, Todd Conklin says. Okay, the guy got hurt, the girl got hurt, somebody got hurt. All right, guess what? Okay, they got hurt, your worker got hurt. What happened 
immediately before this. What's the context of this? I had a client a couple of days ago that had a, had an issue, and his comment back to me in an email was, okay, we're not concerned that this happened. What happened on the job site in the last couple of weeks, three weeks, that set the stage for this? Let's go back and see what set the stage for this. That's going in the right direction. What was the context? Why? Because we, oh, what's our thing? Is it shame or blame? And then right, shame, blame, retrain, or is it we're going to go and have some type of learning and moving on, learning and improving. That's where our focus needs to be. Because I tell you what, if you're getting this event type of learning team, it's a little bit hard to manage sometimes. And the third one, the third learning team that he lists is the Brent Sutton, management of change learning teams. What is management of change learning teams? That means that you're changing a process. I had a meeting with a client about two or three weeks ago where they're going to be doing some non-routine work on a project where the last time it was done at this facility was about 15 years ago and nobody at that facility that did this job to begin with that that's in charge today was there when this happened before. They were much lower on the lower end of the feeding scale, if at all, there at all. No one knew how to do this. So what do we end up doing? Well. How would we do this? Well, no, don't worry about what happened 15 years ago. How would we do this today? How was it done before? But let's see how we would do this today because things have changed in the last 15 years. And let's go with that in a non-confrontational way. And we're all gonna get together. We're gonna examine what the change is, right? And it could also be in another way where, hey, we have some things that are coming out. We're having a problem with this uh, process. Let's have, uh, a meeting see how this is done let's have a study a learning team going out and seeing what's going on here so we can actually maybe improve this process that's the sort of thing that you want to have is some type of non-confrontational getting to the bottom of things right open discussion and everything like this now one of the pitfalls that i see with these learning teams and i've been doing them unknowingly the last 30 years before we even called them learning teams at least at least with me calling them learning teams is that when you have too many cooks in the kitchen so you want to limit the amount of people you have on a learning team to maybe six or seven and if you have more people maybe you break down the learning team into different teams looking at different parts because you don't want to have everybody in there uh no too many voices that's not a good thing all the time so what else do you want to do you want to go and your end point has got to be learning and improving versus shame, blame, and of course the retrain. Asking workers to be safer and to work safer isn't going to get you to where you need to go in this safety war that we're always fighting here, which is safe workplaces, safe communities, safe homes. For Safety Wars, this is Jim Polzel. Is your safety training old, stale, and hackneyed? Is your safety trainer still preaching a warped version of behavior-based safety? How about safety training that actually addresses your hazards in your workplaces and is not standardized baloney from 25 years ago? Contact the Safety Wars team at safetywars.com or call Jim Polzel at 845-269-5772. Remember, if you're receiving this message, you are the solution to unsafe workplaces.
The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise, without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.